Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, it was a tough Saturday for Portland State. They pulled to within 8 7 early in the game. And then it was all Oregon in an 81-7 victory for the Ducks. Portland State obviously played 22 freshmen, seven true freshmen. Bruce Barnum brought into the game. I got to know where he, what his mindset was, what he was thinking about, and he pops on with us now. Coach, uh, give us an idea what it was like to be out there in the field in that game. Um, my brother enjoyed it. You know, he'd never been part of something like that. You know, um, brought him down on the bus with us. He's here from Tokyo. And, uh, but on our side, uh, you know, John, you said I played a lot of young guys. I made a decision at halftime. You know, in those games, uh, I kind of get a feel, uh, obviously, early. Um, but I'd made a decision going into that game right or wrong um, that I was going to make sure we got to uh, the rest of the season healthy. It's bit me in the butt. In the past, you know, I pulled. We, we had some young guys uh, in there after the that first drive of the, you know, second half. You kind of want to get just like Oregon did. They put you know Bo out there for one more drive in the second half. You want to get them. You want to make sure they're ready in every game to come back after halftime. You know, and then I pulled them all. You know, put some guys in uh, for our help. Um, uh, last four years, we got banged up in those games uh, against the elite opponents, you know, the Pac-12s of the world, teams like that that we saw on Saturday. So, you know, uh, the experience for the kids is great. Uh, the score, obviously, no. That's not fun, but um, I had a plan. I did it, uh, right or wrong. You know, got a snowman put on us, but... Uh, uh, that was our fault. That was on me. Not, I mean, Landing tried to, or their coach, their head coach tried to pull back the dogs, you know, because he's got some, he's got some weapons on that football team. And he had the what third string quarterback in there, I think, by the third or fourth quarter. So, it is what it is. Well, we got another game this week. Could you get a sense? Because I know you and I had talked about whether or not, you know, a year before you kind of looked at Washington and you said, hey, that's a team that can really compete. And coming off the Jimmy Lake year, you could see it. Could you see it with Oregon? Do you get a sense of how talented they are? Yeah, you do. They're not – I said it to somebody after the game. When you play that football team, um, it's going to be hard to find a weakness. You always look for that weakness, you know. Uh, But – this guy, you can, we can attack this corner. But how they play, it's a smart group of coaches because they're they're not pinning, they're they're not treating Bo Nix like Washington is their quarterback Penix. It's a different system, um, and they both run it very well. Uh, but it's two different things to look at, you know, on game day, and for somebody on defense to defend. This week you get Wyoming. They beat Texas Tech. What did you see on saw game? that? I saw that. Um, they're different than the team we just played. You know, they're a good football team. Don't get me wrong. Craig Bowles, I, I have a ton of respect for their head coach. I think he's 
uh, underrated. He's he's a tough. He's got tough football teams. That's how his teams play. They're not as fast as Oregon, you know. Um, but I don't, I don't know who is. You know, maybe a SEC team or two. But um, they're strong, well coached. They're in the right spot, uh, and they're going to strike you. You know, it's kind of a a bend don't break uh, what they do on on defense and. Uh, they're a good football team, and they're coming off a you know emotional hurricane. Uh, they just beat Texas Tech, the team that Oregon fans will see on TV this week playing their team, and you know they won in double overtime. So it was a hell of a game. What do you tell your guys after the eighty-one-seven game? You get into the locker room, you got to talk to them. What are you saying? Well, uh, two speeches, really. At halftime, we came in, you know, it was a lot to a little, and I'd already made a decision, you know, on what I was going to do. So uh, I told them uh, we approached it as, you know, win the second half, go out, uh, be in the right spot, play your play hard, and, um, you know, do not fold the tent. You know, I said everybody in this room is going to get in, and most of them did. I said so, be prepared. Um, I don't care what you were doing last year. You know, I don't care if you're running around Friday Night Lights. You're about to go up against a number, you know, top ten team in the country. <laughs> so um, they're excited, you know. And, and you saw when I pulled the vets, they were cheering those guys on on the sideline. They were coaching them up. It wasn't a you know, oh, geez. Uh, they saw that they, they played football all their lives, John. They saw how talented Oregon was also, you know. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, bar, we quit on it. It was more, hey, we're getting boat raced here. Let's let everybody play and get ready for the next week. Uh, they have a, one of their goals um, that my captain said is be 1-0. So. Wash that one away, short memory. Uh, you got another one coming up this week. I don't want to say it's easy to lose a game like that, but is it easier to lose like that knowing you pulled your guys in the third quarter than going out, playing, you feel like you play your best effort, your guys' starters stay into the end, you lose seven guys in the second half like you did against Washington a year ago, and now you face the rest of your season hamstrung by the idea that you know, you're – you got seven starters that aren't getting to week two. Well, I thought of that all summer. John, I, I talked to you a little, not a lot, but a little bit about it. I talked to other coaches that have done the same thing, you know, um, and they've gone into those games and done play counts. You know, our starters are only getting 30 plays. Our second team, I, I heard all kinds of approaches to it. Um, and then I kind of looked in the mirror and said, you know, uh, who am I, Mr. Stubborn at Washington, still trying to catch up, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, the x-ray machine in the end zone starts cranking up. Oh, we'll x-ray him right now, Coach. I, I, I wasn't going to – I guess I'm getting wiser, you know. I wasn't going <laughs> to let that happen. Bruce Barnum with us, Portland State coach. Dante Sachere, your quarterback, uh, had – had some flashes early. He had mobility. He had a, a touchdown. Uh, do you take some positive away from his play? Yes, I do. And, you know, I looked at that drive. 
calling that drive was kind of a, you know, can you catch Sachere? How are you going to take the quarterback? The second the drive after that, I said, okay, let's not run him because I'm not going to, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to rely on him today. We need to see who we are. Mm-hmm. So that second drive would come out. He, we didn't run him, um, and you know, and then it started to get out of hand um, because of who Oregon was and some things I didn't like that we were doing. But that's things we can fix. And you know, then it got out of hand. Then I said, okay. If I could make you punt, you know, this is what I would probably do to you, you know, uh, offensively uh, uh, trying to attack them. But it was beyond that. So I said, all right, you're not hitting him anymore. You know, because he's, he's faster than the people we will play in conference. Um, and with our run game, there's ways to pop him free. And against anybody, it's just uh, how fast – you know, can you chase him? Can you keep up with him? So it was good to see him, you know, get a little light and do some things. And, um, you know, then we moved on to the next guy. When you are looking that across. That kind of a ramble. I don't know if that made okay. any damn sense. But it's okay. You didn't, pro, no profanity. You didn't, you know. It, I did. I'm watching my tongue. <laughs> Why? You get fined? You get no, fined? No, no, no. But, all the, you know, there's probably a lot of, there might, the true diehard organ people right now are listening i'm you know yeah well they want to know if you're mad at him they want to know if you're mad at him i don't i don't think you are because i think you're of the school that it's not your job it's not dan lanning's job to keep oregon out of the end zone like it's no. that that's your job <laughs> no now if it would have been a different i might not have ever asked him to go fishing if he left if he would have nixed us for four quarters you know what i mean that would have been different if he left him in until the end of the game. I'd say, yeah. Jesus Christ, Lanny, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I thought you were a guy. But, no, he, he did what uh, uh, totally respect. You know, bring him out, second half, boom. Okay, here's how you come out of the locker room. Here's how you're going to beat Texas Tech. Okay, see you, Bo. Um, coach up these other guys. So, no, he did everything to not score 80 if you look at it. Sometimes there's just no way around it, and if you're playing your seconds and thirds against his seconds and thirds, it's still not going to go your way. I mean, it it shouldn't go your way if if you know he's recruiting the right guys. Right, right, and, and that's how it was. And he and they found some things. They exposed some things in us that we're fixing this week. You know that uh, they scored off of and had big plays off of their offense. So. You know, that helped us. Uh, I was able to sit down and say, okay, well, here's what we need fixed, or Wyoming's going to do this to us. You know, let's figure it out. Ready, coach. You know, so we got some things patched up, and, you know, I've got a first-year coordinator on defense. So um, those two guys are working together. and So it helped us in that. We'll be better this week. We'll be better this week because of playing Oregon, believe it or not. That's something I was going to ask you because, you know, a lot of times you'll go, hey, you didn't get anything out of that game or, you know, what can you get out of a game like that? So you're telling us that there there is a redeeming part of that, that you can actually get something out of a game like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got, you know, the game, you know, it's kind of fun in these games for me. You ask, you know, what would you think of Oregon? Pre-game. I've got, you know, I feel it's the only time I'm kind of embarrassed at those games. I've got, uh, I think my full staff and county 
uh, including the guy that my get back coach, uh, the guy that makes has to make sure we got water. Count them all. I think about eleven. You know, maybe twelve. <laughs> I think they've got twelve guys just working with their, you know, <laughs> their D line. I mean, there's so many people over there <laughs> just coaching. You know, on the field, and I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, you got a lot of bodies. Think, I don't think I don't think Dan has, empties his trash out of his office like I do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. You have to empty that, your that trash. That always out? amazes me. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, no job too small. No job too small. <laughs> what do you think all those people are doing over there? Over where? At Oregon. Oh, over they there. Got, well, so all right, Bruce Barnum is with us. Portland State football coach. That's one. All right, uh, coach. Let me ask you. Um, you know, from an injury standpoint, how did you come out of the game? We're fine. Uh, you know, knock on wood. We had we had one guy get his ear ripped off. Um, they sewed <laughs> it back on. What? And <laughs> and now they say he has a concussion, and he can You know, so he's out. But I think he's fine. He's talking to me. Today, coach, he said, coach. He really oh, got his you? ear, his ear, like a Vander well, Holyfield. Not the whole ear, not the whole ear, but part he, partial ear detachment. I think wow. it was from when they he got his helmet knocked off, and I think his ear didn't I'd come out of so. his helmet. Anyway, I'd so they were sewing so. him up, and so they. I guess that means you have a concussion. And, and again, we're take we're making sure he's fine, so he'll sit out this game, but. You know, talking to the end of the field, he said, Coach, I can play. I said, no, you can't. You're in concussion protocol, so relax. But no, other than that, we have no season-ending anything, which is, uh, you know, everybody else is like, uh, you know, Portland State, they say. I'll tell you what, Portland State's healthy, and that's a bonus uh, for this week and the next week and the next week and the next week. Can your guys use this as motivation? Do they get a little chip on the shoulder that performance, are they motivated to come back and show people what they're about? Well, I think the second game, you're always a little better, you know, and that might not show up as much the people watching Oregon because I don't think, I know they didn't show, you know, you didn't see who Oregon was offense, defense-wise. I, I think you'll see some, but I mean, you'll see things on both sides of the ball uh, to make the fans you know, really enjoy that third quarter shout deal. Um, but against us, they didn't have to. You saw kind of a bland, you know, Oregon Ducks team. But I think you'll see them light up a little more with what they do on the field. Yeah. Um, but us, uh, we're motivated. My leadership, John, uh, my seven, my captain spoke after the game. They spoke at today's practice. Um, and they're they're mature, smart kids who have won a lot of football games. Um, you know, when we recruit them, they're from winning programs, and they they brought that here, and I'm trying to ride that. You know, give me an idea because you've seen now because you're scouting Wyoming, but you've played Oregon, who will play the team that you saw on film against Wyoming, Texas Tech. How does right. Oregon match? How does Oregon and Texas Tech match up? Because if I ask Oregon, they're going to go, "Oh, that's a great opponent. They're well coached." But what do you see? Where's it at? In Lubbock, it, Texas. It's in Lubbock. I I think 
I don't think Bo will come out as quick, you know, but I think there's a chance that Bo comes out of that game also with a big smile on his face. And, wow. You know, the thir 13 kid walks in there, and, hey, thanks, Bo, high-fiving each other. And, you know, that's my opinion, but I'll take that to the bank. So I'm just seeing both, and then I've, I've, it's only one game. I watched Texas Tech only play one game, but I, you know, I watched every play, and I watched it all, and I broke it down, who it is, what they were doing, because that was a big game for them, you know. It wasn't yeah. like Oregon showed Zippo, you know. Look, we run zone and we run man. You know, when we run man, we're going to bring this guy a little tighter mm -hmm. to your guy, yada, yada, yada. Offensively, we run RPOs and boot. You know, we'll drop back a couple times just and try to throw it to this guy and see if he can run by your guy. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, like I said, he's not going to come out at halftime, but you might see him, oh, start of the fourth quarter, you know. All right. So you think Oregon's going to win that game by double digits? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Better athletes? Um... Yeah, they're uh, like I said. Texas Tech can look at that film and, and say, you know, get, what are we going to attack here? Yeah, yeah. I nothing. mean, Oregon up front, up front, they're long. They're I think they're longer than Texas Tech. Just like their DNs, you know, Oregon's DNs, the length, um, like when they pass. How do you explain this? Their length when they pass rush is they're long athletes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the, they're they're in the penguin, way. They're not penguins. They're not penguins. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, that helps. That makes them effective. And they're fast. And they're strong. They're stronger than I thought they were, uh, honestly. I thought they are more of a finesse team. Uh, they, I will say that. Oregon was a stronger more, team just looking at them. More physical than you anticipated. Yes, physical. Yeah. Bruce Barnum so. with us. Um, hey, look, it was Anna and I were talking about this on air earlier. We had mixed feelings in seeing the score of that game and watching it kind of play out because those are guys that came out to camp exceptional and are working with kids and working with special needs kids who are tuning into that game, hoping to see Portland State beat Oregon. You know, they you know a lot of the kids are so young they don't know any better. But when I put that into context, like, you really care about these kids. You know them on a personal level. Was there part of you in watching that game that, you know, you're like a father figure to these guys? Yeah, I mean, you, you – yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's always there. I mean, that's why I do it. That's a, the type of coach I've become for whatever reason I am. I do know my people. I know my players. I know, you know, try to know their families, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I mean, a lot goes into that. Uh, and, and, again, though, um, I know the situation. I know the business side of what just happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, my basketball, women's basketball team is going to Costa Rica uh, this week. Good. I know why, you know. Um, so, and my team isn't. They're smart. The older kids, maybe not the younger ones, uh, but the older ones are mature, and um, they know why they weren't recruited by Oregon. You know, um, uh, and you can see it. Shoot, you can see it during warm-ups. But uh, there's always that shot. You know, don't lose it before we get there. When they didn't do that, they went out and yeah. battled, and uh, uh, then we lost it. 
But yeah, when it's eight seven, when it's eight seven, you're probably feeling like, okay, we didn't lose this game on the bus ride. Right, right. They came out. They respond. Oregon. You know, we went three and out. They went man. We run spot to the boundary, and my guy doesn't pick the guy. Pissed that. You know, we should have still been on the field there. We had a nice third and four. Mm-hmm. First drive, three and out. I'm like, God bless America. You know. Um, don't be deer in the headlights here. It's just, you know, yellow uniforms. Uh, but then they score, and we came out the second drive. We kind of calmed everybody down, you know, boom. I think we might have woke them up a little bit. I said, all right, these guys aren't – let's put a stop to that. I'm sure the defense might have been a little upset. But, um, and they did. I think that's all we scored the rest of the day, so good for them. Bruce Barnum. Good luck this week. Give them hell. Thanks. Thanks. Have fun. Are you go- where are you going? Are you going to Lubbock's? I'm going to Lubbock. i got to see it. All right. Good. Um, let me know. Uh, text right. me. You, you got right. my number. Let, let me know when, Bo, when, the, when Nick's is out. You're predicting fourth quarter, early fourth. <laughs> um, yeah. And I probably shouldn't be saying this because I'm probably starting a bee's nest yeah. down there in Lubbock. But yeah, I won't, I won't no, say I, it. I, Oregon, I think Oregon's going to beat them from what I see okay. on film. I've okay. seen one game, one game. Um, if I was the betting man, I'd, that's what yeah. I'd be doing. All right. They blow them out. You should get a game with Texas Tech next week. should be like, that's a tournament. <laughs> should be a tournament. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right, bye. Bruce Barnum, there he is, spitting truth. Well, we ran out of real estate on this show. I had this big segment course uh with uh, a bunch of uh audio from the week and we will play some of it here but uh we'll get to uh, a lot of this on tomorrow's show we got great shows all week long and big guests including jonathan smith coming up on thursday you heard bruce barnum he said he had a guy who got his ear ripped off during the football game against oregon we're fine uh, you know knock on wood we had we had one guy get his ear ripped off um, they sewed what? it back on. What? And <laughs> and now they say he has a concussion. And he can't, you know, so he's out. But I think he's fine. He's talking to me today, Coach. He said, Coach. He really got his ear, his ear like a Vander well, Holyfield? not the whole ear. Not the whole ear. But par- he... partial ear detachment. I think wow. it was from when they he got his helmet knocked off. And I think his ear didn't come out so. of his helmet. Anyway, so they were sewing so. him up and. So they, I guess that means you have a concussion. And, and again, we're take, we're making sure he's fine. So he'll sit out this game. But bigger problem: losing by eighty-one to seven or losing your ear. What? I love that he's out with a concussion, and Barnum's like, ah, he just got his ear ripped off. But the concussion's going to keep him out, not the ear. <laughs> the ear's fine. The concussion, ah, you're out. Portland State, Portland State needs to go and beat Wyoming this week. That's what needs to happen. That'd be the best thing ever. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Truth. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.